Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for the bigger picture. And today, Ryan, the topic in focus is the inflation picture. Yeah, that is a hot topic these days, especially for companies during this earnings season. Already, two-thirds of companies in the S&P 500 have reported earnings. This is in the first two weeks of October. And we had them talking about inflation. Among those are the likes of PepsiCo, Citigroup, Abbott Laboratories... And all of them talking about how costs are rising, wages, raw materials, and so on. Some of them have measured hike prices and passed it on to customers. But the big question is, how long and how high can they continue for this? Mm. Let's check in with Brian Arsis. He is the portfolio manager and equity analyst for Ford Asset Management. Morning, Brian. Good morning. Hey, great to have you on, Brian. Let's talk about what's been catching the eye for many investors, how inflation is impacting companies and the markets. And let's start with the earnings season. What have been your observations and takeaways from what's been the commentary so far? Well, it's certainly been interesting. I mean, you're absolutely correct. So most companies that have reported have at least indicated that inflationary pressures are starting to impact and some to a much larger degree than others, but everything from input costs, be it energy or physical raw materials, and now really moving more into wages themselves uh, are really starting to bite. So the highest quality companies, those with the strongest brands, both B2B and B2C, have at least at this point been able to pass through the majority of those input cost increases, but it really, we we will just have to see how it plays out over the coming quarters to see how much they will be able to pass through and at what lag. Yeah, and if you look at one of the headwinds being cited, a stronger US dollar, a big problem, especially for the likes of, for example, Microsoft, companies with big international operations because their international earnings get eroded somewhat when they bring it back. And that has been incidentally putting pressure on many Asian currencies, the Chinese yuan, for example. What's your take on how high the US dollar is going to be in the coming months and what sort of impact we'll see on earnings and the markets? Yeah, no, that's a, it's a fantastic question. So in our mind, I think, I mean, we've seen interest rate differentials really blow out as the US has been uh, not only the first, but the most aggressive in raising interest rates to tackle inflation at home. And that certainly has strengthened the dollar. I mean, the secondary reason for the strength is that as increased interest rates start to worry investors about a potential recession, or at least in our view, what is a likely Mm. recession, then investors tend to move towards safe havens as well. And the dollar is also viewed historically as a safe haven. So you have a number of tailwinds. What we do expect is that in the next sort of one or two hikes, that the Fed will indicate that they may not be done, but that they are pausing to see the impact that this has had thus far. And I think in that environment, you'll see the strength of the dollar at least start to plateau. And it's not unreasonable to expect over the medium term that that strength to unwind. Mm. He is the portfolio manager and equity analyst for Ford Asset Management. Now, Brian, there has been a lot of tension on inflation and a lot on interest rate hikes as well. How much can these hikes do to mitigate inflation? Because they address demand more than supply side of things. Absolutely. And I think that that's, how, that's certainly the million dollar question or, or the trillion dollar question. I mean, the supply issues that we've had, not only on the energy side and the agricultural side and in physical commodity supply chains as well, 
you can impact inflation that's supply side driven, but it tends to require significantly higher rate hikes. What we are seeing, however, is that inflation sort of has moved from commodities into services and in particular into wages. And that's the piece that is the most sticky when it does enter that services component. And that's why, despite not being able to really bend the inflation curve from a supply side standpoint, central banks are really focused on making sure, to the extent they can, that that inflation doesn't become entrenched in the services side. And we have a couple of central banks in action this week talking about central bank action. You've got ECB on Thursday and the Bank of Japan on Friday. Worth noting, the Bank of Japan has intervened in the markets after the yen hit 150. What's your take on how they will plan the rest of the year? Yeah, exactly. So they haven't fully confirmed the extent of the intervention, but it is sort of widely believed that they've intervened to the tune of sort of 30 to $40 billion dollars. We would expect them to continue to intervene, particularly at the most volatile periods, particularly or potentially around that 150 mark. If we look at the Bank of Japan, however, I mean, they have been quite outspoken that they feel at least price increases within Japan itself have been largely driven by energy, and they they continue to speak about them as transitory. So we don't necessarily expect them to change course at the next meeting, though obviously it's quite path-dependent for future meetings. All right, and inflation, going to be a big concern for investors. Let's take a step back and look at what investors can do. Are we seeing an environment where people will be moving away from equities into bonds where yields are going up? Yeah, so from our standpoint, I think for a long-term inflation hedge, you are far better off in equities than in fixed income, but you always have to return to the fundamentals. I mean, nothing can really substitute for a good management team that allocates capital well and generates returns ahead of the peer group. And so we would still be advocating that. I mean, equities, they are a great inflation hedge, though we have to recognize that they are an inflation hedge with a bit of a lag. Mm. So in our minds, it still makes sense to be invested in equities, but we have to be invested conservatively and recognize that we may be, as we have been, and may continue to go through a period of volatility for at least the next few quarters. Yeah, how are you spreading your eggs, so to speak? Because we are seeing headwinds in the tech sector, is it? And a sector you're reducing exposure on? Yeah, so we have been underweight technology for a period of time. And I think that the, one of the largest headwinds to technology, at least in the past sort of quarter or two and a bit longer, has been this increase in real interest rates. You're obviously, it tends to be quite a growthy sector and you're discounting future cash flows at higher and higher rates. So that does lower the near-term valuation. That being said, as we chatted about on the, on the US dollar FX strength side, as real rates start to peak it will remove some of that headwind on the technology side. So really high quality companies that have just been burdened by rising real interest rates will likely start to slowly come back into favor. So for investors that aren't invested in that space yet uh, or are underweight, it's likely a reasonable time to at least start identifying companies that you would want to own for the long term. All right, good chance. Maybe look at some bargains in the current environment. We've been chatting with Brian Assis. He is the Portfolio Manager and Equity Analyst for Ford Asset Management. Brian, thanks as always for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.